0: Welcome to The Parenting Paradox, where parenting actually starts with you.
1: Mm, interesting. Well, we're back. It's been a while.
0: It's been now nine, nine months. months.
1: Yep. Lots of, lot has happened.
0: It's been a very busy nine months, mind you.
1: Not enough to like create another human nine months. <laughs> no surprises there.
0: <laughs> there was no other humans no. created, but there was a lot of... Practice? Growth oh. of the tiny little humans. <laughs> there and have been. And lots of practice.
1: Yeah, they're they're big now. There's a lot lot going on in our life, which is why we've been gone for so long. We've just been, you know.
0: Grinding it out. Grinding it out. Doing so, things. Yeah. So, on current events,
1: mm-hmm. Marissa. Got a text. Sorry. Moving on. Went back on. to school. I did.
0: She's been grinding out all sorts of I have like 12 or 13 units and
1: I am taking 13 units. I'm going to school at my local my local community college. I'm taking a full course load of un, of school um studying horticulture. Wow. I love the plants.
0: Plants and yeah, the earth.
1: Yeah, I do in the earth and and yeah, it's taking up a lot of my time and, you know, being a mom takes a lot, so I'm just trying to this this 9 months I've just been trying to figure out the balance. And also summer had us really busy. We did take time off to have vacation and just be present with each other and make some great memories. We had a wonderful holiday.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And the kids also jumped in to a few different extracurricular activities, which have been man all you parents out there, straight up, mm-hmm. like if you have your kid in some activities or you have multiple kids in activities, this was our first season of activities. And sports. whoa, sports. Uh, one of them is in softball. One of them is in acro dance. One of them's in swimming. And it is insane. Like every single day you're slammed, well, booked, I- and, yeah. it, and, and it's like all at dinner time.
1: Well and then on top of that they also we also have boy Scouts
0: boy Scouts we have Girl Scouts
1: yeah we have Girl Scouts uh two different troops so yeah pretty much every our you'd be you'd be overwhelmed if you saw what our calendar looked like it's like just a mess of different things but but we're everybody everybody
0: it. let's be real though everybody's calendar looks like that true we're not the only like everybody's true. calendar looks like this is our first season of all of our kids doing some sort of extracurricular oh, activity yeah. and rains doing choir now which is crazy yeah awesome
1: yeah so we've been uh, just taking time away just to kind of adjust to our new schedule um and i think we've we've figured it out well so far
0: and i had a lot of work tra- travel and oh yeah as this well, guy so was, was gone. gone so that's a he whole another world so,
1: let's just say he was a burning man for 2 weeks let's just say I was holding it down while he was gone.
0: Mama holds it down, yeah, like a pro, while starting school and doing while doing players, school.
1: So yeah, he. I coincidentally soul. started school the week you left for.
0: I don't know why he did in. that. I, I don't know. know why you I'm a. It that I'm
1: way. a glutton for from some, some, <laughs> some torture, I guess.
0: But enough about enough about all <laughs> that that craziness that we've dove, dove ourselves into. That mm-hmm. was a, that was a, a whole another whirlwind, which we are back, and we're here. To really talk about the amazingness that is raising suit little superhumans
1: mm-hmm. and yeah.
0: the reality of what that really entails. You know, one thing I I have tons of friends that are diving into the child arena mm-hmm. and they always ask for advice. And I'm like, here's the best advice I can give you is pay very close attention to your children. Because they are a mirror of who you are. And they're not just going to show you the stuff you love about yourself. But they're very good at actually showing you the stuff you don't like about yourself. Yeah. So be very, very present and aware and focused on doing everything you can to grow yourself. And be that role model that you want them to end up being.
1: Absolutely. And we've been talking about that a lot, which is another reason why we renamed the podcast from Parental Advisory to Parenting Paradox. But we've realized that a lot of our own personal growth um, is fueled by just seeing what our kids mimic from us. So when we see them doing something that, maybe mimics us in a way that we're like, wow, do I really do that? It's an instant, um, it's like putting yourself in front of a mirror. It's instantly showing you what kind of areas you need to work on. I noticed that, for instance, my kids are not exactly the cleanest. Our kids are not exactly the cleanest.
0: Well, I don't think any kid is really the cleanest. Like, Kids don't necessarily, by nature, pick up Okay, well, themselves. they have
1: some habits that they've picked up and I thought to myself, where did they pick them up? And I realized that that's definitely something that they get from me. So it was a wait, um, an awakening. Made me realize that I really need to be a better role model for the kids because they do exactly what we do. So.
0: Well, the, the biggest thing I notice with our son, for instance, is he is very much like, he doesn't listen right away, and he always, like, rebuttals you immediately without mm. even hearing you.
1: Yeah, I know where he gets that from. And I'm like – Sorry.
0: <laughs> and I'm, I, I've noticed that, you know, without even hearing a word that I've said, this one here, my has wife
1: – Has an answer already? Is already, already
0: like, rebuttling something. <sighs> without ever even hearing what has come out of my mouth or or if she may have heard it but she didn't actually listen to it and understand it she hasn't actually interpreted it yet yeah even though we both speak english mhm <laughs> yeah but that's one thing like right away we see uh you know as that's 100% learned from that little guy
1: so let's just say sky has is teaching me to be more patient and a better listener how does that sound? That's great. Boom. What about you? Explosion. What have you what have you learned? What have what has what have the children taught you about yourself that maybe you might need to improve since since you know we're on that subject?
0: Um <laughs> gosh. Can we do this the smaller list? Can we talk about the things I don't need to improve?
1: Oh gosh. <laughs> 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 wah, wah, wah.
0: Wah, wah, wah. Um well I think I think With Rain in particular, she definitely teaches me that I need to embrace and celebrate my creativity and my, um, like, inventive side. Because she doesn't always, um, doesn't always do things the way they're supposed to be done or anything like that. And she's always, like, making a mess and crafting and, and doing things wild and crazy and it frustrates me. I'm like, ah, why are you making all this mess? Why are you doing this all this? you know? And it's like, oh wait, that's totally, um,
1: totally my, my, side, she gets, she gets inspired. Yeah. And she goes into like a crafting frenzy. She starts creating little things and look, mom, I made this, this is easier. Look at, I made this spout for this, li- this lid. And now look at how it pours. She's really into creating things like that. I don't think I ever was like that. That's definitely Niels. The, she's an inventor and that is, yeah, that's definitely well, but, you. She embraces that. But
0: I think about that like when I'm working in the garage, you know, and I'm like, oh, uh, I'm just going to go in there and start, you know, cutting things and mailing things and screwing things and building things. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, your garage is taken over for, you know, a week. Yeah. And that's a direct reflection of how she Goes in and starts creating things like at the kitchen table and then leaves it at the kitchen table for a week. And
1: then the kitchen table's full, so she moves to the bar.
0: Yeah, and then she takes up all that space, so she she finds some more space. And then she just starts having all these little Sail project trail. centers yeah. all over the house. But either way, those little things, if we look at them very closely, or actually are not even extremely closely, but just are present to how they're doing things, it's a mirror of showing us, Oh, where am I doing something in that manner? Mm -hmm. How, when am I reacting in that same manner? Like I know, um, with our, with our kids and how they, you know, think about things sometimes, you know, I think, um, what am I, what am I doing to make them, you know, think about, uh, you know, some, something in a certain way, like when they're, when they're out, And I know I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a, this is funny. Nobody that, nobody that knows me on this podcast right now is going to believe this, but I was a naturally shy kid growing up No. and I had to learn (laughs) to be sociable and to be outgoing. I had to learn that, um, through, you know, growing up, growing up as a, you know, heavy set, you know, morbidly obese kid. I didn't. Want people to automatically start picking on me, which happened probably when I was in like sixth grade when I got really heavy, six, seven, six, seven, eight. Um, So I would I would be first to act and, you know, first to to engage and be sociable and be funny and witty and all that stuff.
1: Didn't give them a chance.
0: Didn't give them a chance. But previous to that, I was pretty shy and reserved. And so. Like I see that in my kids, and it frustrates me. Like I hate shyness, because I remember being shy, and how crippling it was. And so, anyway, that's something that I'm trying to really look at, and think, well, what was, the, what, where did that shyness stem from? Interesting. And shyness, for me, like it's it stemmed from being, like, uh, self-conscious. Yeah. Insecure, Insecure. lacking confidence.
1: That's interesting.
0: And so I think about that. I'm like, what am I doing to my kids to make them feel?
1: Oh, you're going back to like the self analysis. Yeah, exactly. How it's causing you to um, analyze your own self. Yeah, that's true. It has. It make definitely makes you um, pay attention more to how you're coming off to your kids, and yeah, how that's how that might be. I don't want to say scarring them because that's a little harsh, but <laughs> affecting their—it's molding them. It's affecting, affecting them. their self-confidence. That's another thing we've been trying to work on: is uh, cultivating more self-confidence. I notice that as a, as children, they're they're born with a ton of it, and but I, I do notice that as the kids are getting older, there is a little bit of that dwindling, and I think that's an environmental thing and being out in the world.
0: True, and I think I think once they're getting a little bit older, they're getting into school. Like for instance. You know, kids. FYI, anybody that's listening here that doesn't have kids and is just listening, like kids are mean. Like,
1: oh god, yeah.
0: Especially at, once they reach that like, you know, social age of like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, they start getting clicky and like, if
1: manipulative, manipulative.
0: Like here, like our kids don't necessarily get a lot of like kind of trashy. Uh, media or television and stuff like that we usually try to keep them on like pbs or something that's wholesome and good-hearted mm-hmm. and we they've they over the summer they watched a little bit of disney channel oh my goodness like the way disney channel is
1: portrays kids a oh. parent dynamic parents are always dumb right the kids are always smarter well than the, the parents. mom's a ditz the yeah. dad's
0: like a, a dodo bird The kids are always smarter. The kids are always the smartest, right? Because that's the way these shows are designed. Right. And we, over the summer, took a little bit of a vacation, but also were a little bit more lenient letting them watch some different shows other than PBS. And I was blown away at how much they picked up. Their attitude changed. With attitude. Yeah. Just from watching those shows. And I was like...
1: Oh, oh sister, that's we we don't live in a Disney Channel show. No. You don't talk to me like that. You don't get away with that. We actually had to have a a discussion about the fact that that is not reality and that dynamic is not typical in homes. It's, it's not not that parents are smarter, but we do have the authority and you don't get away with talking like that to us it's to us and they realized, oh, "Okay, that isn't reality." I didn't even think we had to have that conversation, but apparently we did you know? Oh yeah. 100%. They were like, oh yeah, that's, that's not real life.
0: Yeah. So that was one thing that, uh, really just in them getting obviously a little bit more, uh, into a socializing, being with their friends, doing things kind of without us and doing <laughs> things with us, but in these other environments, the uh, clicks, yeah. seeing the clicks and for, for instance, our, our oldest daughter actually uh, ran for, was it student body yeah. president student council student council president yeah and didn't didn't win
1: but was so excited i haven't seen she her tried ci- so hard i haven't seen her that excited in so long anyway
0: yeah so she put together her speech she wore the clothes she wanted to wear she looked very professional she presented herself well um she, she was told
1: it had to be a short speech so she made a short speech. Short
0: speech and she practiced it so she knew what she was saying and she did a really good job. But the funny thing is she really brought that um it happened perfectly mind you like the universe always delivers like everything in the world happens perfectly and so she, it it brought to light the fact that she doesn't necessarily have The biggest group of friends. Well, she didn't win. And She didn't win. So, yeah, she didn't win, obviously. And we asked her, like, how did you feel? You know, why do you think you didn't win? Things like that. And you talked to her directly. And she she pointed
1: out that other people won because they had a lot of friends and they were very popular. They had a a very large group of friends. And that um, ended up turning into a conversation about, you know, friends. And she's been a little bit. Uh, secluding herself lately, and doesn't have actually a large group of friends, and she thinks that maybe that might be the reason. And so,
0: the good thing, the good thing about that was she was,
1: she's okay with yeah, that. Yeah, she was though. okay with that.
0: Like, and she un un like unveiled, I guess. She said, you know, the the big thing like about all these other girls and why they're so popular is they they all just sit around and they they talk about other girls or other yeah. kids at school and they they then also are like mean to other kids or talk about yeah. how they're going to be mean to these other kids. And Rain said to me she's like I'm not about that. That's not that's not what I'm about. That's not I, what I do. Yeah,
1: you know what she said too? She said I'm not about that. I would rather be in the chicken coop teaching all the little kids about chickens. She would rather spend her time teaching little children about animals than spending time with her peers because she feels that they're very immature. And those were her words. They are very immature and they're very mean to each other. And I don't like it. So I just would rather stick with little kids who or, are, or yeah. talking
0: with adults or,
1: or, ha- or she said, or helping her teacher yep. at a break or hanging out at the library. And that was another thing that was a problem. She said was that people told her she's a goody two shoes and that I mean, they' a didn't teacher's say pet a teacher's pet that's the big thing for her. She's a teacher's pet, she says that's what everybody says, and I told her I was the exact same way in school. Unfortunately, they call it teacher's pet. It just means that you see your teachers as more than just teachers, they're actual people, and you enjoy helping them. Not to mention she says that she's got it all figured out when she helps the teachers. There's like incentives, and they pay her in candy, and she's having way more fun.
0: She gets hanging out of stapling
1: papers. And putting stickers on things and eating candy in class when no one's there then sitting and, you know, talking smack about other kids. So anyway, that's probably contributed to her not having a big a big group of peers. But I was the same way. I just couldn't relate to people my own age. Yeah. And that, so that's that was something that and that's affected her self-confidence. So,
0: yeah, something very interesting was just the fact that, <laughs> you know, it brought to light that, you know, what? She doesn't really get invited to a ton of birthday parties yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. And, you know, she's not, she doesn't have that big friend group. And it's, you know, it's interesting to hear that I've never been a nine year or a 11, 10 year old girl. How old is she?
1: She's 10. She's ten <laughs> I've never didn't.
0: been a 10 year old girl. I never realized how evil, you know, little 10 year old girls were. Uh, they can be really mean. I didn't not- so sad. I didn't notice girls until I was at least like, you know, 14 or And or I'm 15. totally
1: fine with her not having a large group of of other girlfriends. She's my girlfriend. Sunny's her girlfriend.
0: And that was the other thing. Oh, that was the other component is Marissa mentioned that she talked to rain about how she didn't have a lot of friends either when she was a kid and her best friend was her sister. And so right, right at that moment, she, she shifted a little bit and she became more friendly with her little sister. She
1: was a little hard on her before.
0: Yeah, she wasn't exactly, like, open to the thought of her little sister being her friend or her buddy. Right. And so seeing that as now an open doorway and pathway of communication and friendship, I was like, oh, this is great.
1: They're buddies now. They'll be in each other's rooms and they're doing some make-believe or doing makeovers. And that is a new thing, which is so fabulous. So I'm glad we had that conversation. It's helped her self-esteem. If anything, she knows her sister is always there for her, so.
0: They'll always be best friends. Right. And so with every, you know, challenge and every time they put themselves out there, there's such an opportunity, you know, for parents. I never would have ever known that or really even gave that a thought that like she wouldn't didn't have a lot of friends or, you know, she was, you know, not interested or I I never would have even known that. how mean little 10 year old girls are and what they're, how malicious they are.
1: Well, that's why it's important. There's two of us. I, I know what it's like to be a 10 year old girl. So I have those conversations, but I definitely wouldn't know what to say to a little boy. I've never been a little boy. So that's why it's working so well with us. He knows how to talk to the boys about certain boy things. And I know what kind of question I not know, but I kind of have a sense about what questions to raise with the girls at certain ages, because I've been there. So and you know what? Guess what? Things haven't really changed much in in the the 10-year-old girl circle.
0: And the the conversation there is getting dialogue with your kids. Yeah. Find out, you know, find out what's going on. You know, be on that conversational level and really really look into what they're doing. Like our you know, thorn, obviously, our thorns and roses. That's yeah. a big thing. Uh, you know, and that's that's another thing Sparks is Sparks
1: our conversation.
0: Yeah, um Making sure that you're having you know dinner dialogue which
1: which we've started and and um adding to what Neil said about having that dialogue is sometimes it's a little intense to ask kids like, "How's your day?" It's a very vague question, you know well, they usually
0: have no idea they
1: don't know what to tell you, right? They just don't know. they're going a hundred miles an hour. they barely remember anything. The kids <laughs> take a nap and they think it's the next day, <laughs> so we've started doing something that I learned at Girl Scouts. And at the end of the day, I ask the kids what their thorns and their roses are, or we ask it at dinner. So a thorn is basically, you know, what kinds of things were just kind of, um, not so great about your day because it's okay to talk about things that are not so great. It's okay to, to open that conversation up. And then what's your rose? There can be roses, like a a great thing, a a wonderful thing that happened uh, that day. So there can be multiple roses, multiple thorns, or there can be no rose, Or no thorns, but at least it opens a dialogue, and the kids can understand it simplifies um, having that converse opening that dialogue with the kids. They know what the thorns and roses are. So it's helped us communicate with our kids pretty well, right? I would agree. Even the three-year-old kind of is starting to get it now. Oh, yeah. What's your thorn? What's your rose? And he's like, oh, okay. Thorn is bad. I don't know. Uh, So anyway. It's
0: it's usually... um i (laughs) spilt something (laughs)
1: yeah yeah
0: or yeah or i didn't get a treat of some sort yeah exactly (laughs) but either way they're getting the picture yeah and uh and figuring that one out yeah but um you know we want we just wanted to jump back on share a little bit about where we've been
1: yeah we're still here
0: we're still here we're still thriving We appreciate everybody here for listening. If you have any new parents, coming parents, uh, topics, anything like that, leave us a review on iTunes or uh, your Stitcher app or whatever you're listening to us on. Um, You can reach out to us through this app, I believe.
1: Yeah, through this app. um, You can actually message us and we can talk right back to you. So, and that's
0: through Anchor. And
1: that's through Anchor, the Anchor is, app, which we use and we love. And so.
0: if you have a message out there, be real. Just start, download Anchor today, right now. Yep, I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Download it and start start talking. You just can talking. record right from your phone. You don't need any fancy equipment. You don't need some fancy script. You just need to come on and start putting a message out there and be on that on that path of helping all of us connect with each other mm-hmm. and teach each other and learn and create that community Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day that's what it's all about everything else we're hustling and bustling and doing (laughs) in life that's all just noise it's all about the connection with other human beings and having good intentions of putting more good and helping each other Mm -hmm. truth
1: truth so we will hopefully be back we'll be back soon
0: What's this hopefully stuff? We will
1: be back soon. Just remember, talk to your kids. Pay attention because if there's something that they're doing that you're not crazy about, remember it's a mirror. They're showing you something about yourself or something that they're exposed to. So it's a great reason to pay attention and look at yourself. Talk to your kids.
0: Every challenge has a, has a lesson inside of it.
1: Exactly. And we will talk to you soon.
0: All right. Have an amazing day.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Bye-bye.